Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And I'm still sick enough that we're doing remote, and we read Kingdom this week, mm-hmm. which was interesting to find. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you lied to me, and it is about Warring States China. I'm pretty sure. It said it was the Warring States periods, which is different than Romance of the Three Kingdoms. It's still China, but it's a You're different right, historical period. I I don't remember saying Japan. I remember you saying about like as I remember talking about China. I remember you saying it was the Japan one. Uh. Anyway, you are right. It is different from the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. I looked into it while I was like, oh, so it is China because I you know I I don't know if like we both somehow made each other assume that it was about Japan, but I just wanted to know what the difference between the two was, and I was like, oh, okay, just. Romance of the Three Kingdoms happened later. Yeah, it's... I don't remember how much later, but later is all that's actually important. Mm-hmm. All right, before that, though, we have Shonen Jump to talk about. I thought it was pretty good. It was definitely missing Jujutsu Kaisen and Black Clover. And yeah. One of those probably would have made it better. Probably. But I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that's all right. Starting with My Hero Academia number 375, Chaotic Confusion, which I didn't think was great. Eh. My hero loves to do this thing where it like has a dramatic reveal and then flashes back to how we got there, which totally makes sense as like a thing to do, but it never works in my hero for me. I always just feel like, oh, we already saw this though. We already know what's going to happen. Yeah, it definitely. I think it's because it does it too much now. Like it's one thing to like pull that out of like, whoa, how did that guy get here? Oh, that's cool. And like this one, you know, like. Oh, no, how did Toga get here? The teleport guy. Oh. <laughs> we I mean, already knew that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, the, I, the, she appeared out of a portal, so, like, uh-huh. <laughs> this all checks out. Good job. Yeah, I, I like, Ochiko also came through the portal with Fropi, so that's kind of cool, but, like... It, th- did that's... Fropi make it, or did just Fropi's tongue and I don't want to think about the implications? It's certainly fine. I'm pretty sure Fropi also made it, because at least the way I was reading it is she launched her through Ochiko through the portal, and then Ochiko pulled Fropi back through. Because I remember seeing a panel of the two of them together after they were through the portal. I remember the portal shot being just Ochiko through, though, but you might be right. We'll find out yeah, next I, time I, on, on, <laughs> on Dragon Ball Z. One P- <laughs> yeah, on that, by next time, I mean probably two or three times later, because, uh, you know, we'll have to cut over to, like, Hawks or someone. No, Hawks, Hawks is still alive, right? <laughs> yeah, he he was actually he was actually in this one because uh, he was he was like what? But I I destroyed all of Twice's blood, like yeah, specifically that's right. for this reason. Toga's like, no, you didn't. He was my big brother. Ha ha. And that's where everyone's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think this was great. No. Moving on, we have Hunter Hunter number three hundred ninety eight. Search. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I liked this chapter. I kind of liked the spiders teaming up with this guy. I liked Samurai Guy. I really liked the moment where he was like, hey, what's your name again? I didn't give a shit. uh, Like, I didn't give a shit before, (laughs) but I do now. So what's your name again? That was really good. I love the, like, D&D investigation of how does this spell work. That yeah. Was most of the chapter. Yeah, but, like, the whole thing was cool when they're like, hmm, okay, it appears to be working like this. I don't know, does it work like this? You. And, like, you know, just grabbing a goblin and throwing it at it. Yeah. Okay, now walk back out. Okay, so walking out is fine. Now come back. In. Okay, nope. That, that does it. 
does somebody have to Doesn't reset that it? Cool down. Yeah, I was like, does somebody have to reset it all the time? <laughs> nope. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah, that was yeah. very fun. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, very procedural. Very fun. Yes. Uh, next up, we have One Piece chapter 1069. All things are brought into this world through hope, which like is fine. Like It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, Five I makes liked it. It sounds like I, I liked it quite a bit. It doesn't have like that moment, though, is I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. Like We get the confirmation on what you were saying about the different pacifistas based on, for some reason, young chibi versions of all the warlords. Yeah. Which is kind of weird, but like kind of cool. I could see it being easily a, um, they were like growing clones and they had to grow them, you know, at the normal yeah. rate. At, at clone rate. Yeah. They, they were making real clones, not, although real clones would not look like them or would not look that much like them, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, that makes sense. I like Vegapunk's like, oh yeah, the devil flutes are just stories, aren't they? It's a story, isn't it? <laughs> Well, I do really like his, there's just a, like, every devil fruit is just a wish somebody had. Oh, what if I could do this? What if I could do this? Yeah, but the ocean hates wishes, so. Yep. It could have drowned them all. And I love Kizanu being like, oh, God, we're going to start an international incident because we went within five feet of Luffy. <laughs> I I do love the, <laughs> what? Why is this happening? God damn it. <laughs> so it's, Kizanu's there, right? Send him. Kizaru, not Kizaru. Yep. He can maybe fight Luffy now. He beat him up last time real good. Yeah, I, I also kind of like uh, the whole panel of, like, Rob Lucci and Luffy's fight is, like, overcut by Vegapunk talking about the devil fruits and just, like, the, the various ways Luffy's being, you know, like, his random, uh, like, I'm a cartoon character, that's my superpower. <laughs> yep. But then Sentamaro gets stabbed. Oh, no. Is somebody going to die in one piece? No. Seems unlikely. Their name is an ace? Seems fine. <laughs> are they Are they related I, to Luffy? Is Blackbeard there? Because <laughs> Whitebeard also died. Yes. In a tent. Yep. Off screen. So we <laughs> they well, specifically put the tent up so no one would see it. Yeah. I was like, it, it was on screen but hidden. But yeah. Anything else you want to say about one piece? Nope. Uh, next up, we got Sakamoto Days, Days 99. That day. Which is a sentence I just said. Mm-hmm. We get flashback stuff to this guy who, like, I don't really care about this guy, but since it seems like his son is going to stick around and be a character for a while, this is double backstory, so it's pretty efficient. Yeah. I kind of like it that... I guess I also just assumed this was exactly what happened. I did not... What? Like, I did not think it went as deep as it did, that she was literally a plant from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, but that that's a detail that doesn't matter. No, but, like, I, I thought it was kind of a, a cool little detail of, like, oh, no, we, like, I was literally here to, like... Give you a son so I could use him as a hostage. Yep. And then he's like, but but I'm an anime character. <laughs> yeah, but... Look. And she's like, oh, no, I thought I was an anime character, but I'm an extra who dies in a flashback. <laughs> but I'm... I'm I'm a mom, my one weakness. <laughs> yes. Not my child, the fact that I was foolish enough to become a mother in an anime. <laughs> Does not usually end up going well for them. Unfortunately. What does that say about us as a society? That's for you to decide, the reader. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about Sakimoto Days? Nope. That'll bring us to the Elusive Samurai, Trust 1335, 
which is just this guy being like, oh man, I should have treated my horses better. That's not true. It's not just that. It's also the army retreating, which is a big deal. Mm -hmm. And the tactician trying to refuse again and being dragged away. Yep. And also uh, the main character being like, hey, guy with two swords, you're my favorite and I love you and you should be cool. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, Elusive Samurai continues to be pretty good. I'm not trying to uh, be down on it. No, but this was just kind of like, and then the battle ended. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. Uh, that'll take us to Mashal Magic and Muscles, Chapter 136. Mash burned that in the Unstoppable Doom. Hey, Mashal's back. Yes, and I'm I'm excited because Mashal has not been back for quite a while. I was excited last week. I didn't think this chapter was bad, but like Mashal punches are often either very funny or very well-drawn and visceral, and I didn't really get either out of this. Like, It's such a super close up of like the fist going into the stomach that it kind of loses the impact for me. Okay. I actually liked the gut punch. And then I liked him just being like, get up, knocking down again. Get up. We're not done. Yeah. I mean, that is very shonen anime protagonist. Mm -hmm. Not very Goku specifically, but very much in that sort of vein. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else to say. I was hoping there would be more of a joke, I guess. I get they're going for a serious moment, but the series has seemed so serious lately. I was hoping Mashal would like change it back. We did get that cream puff joke last week. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. Next up, we have a Kanabanshi Story 42, Evaluation, which I really enjoyed. Maybe a bl- bit cliche that the woman is teaching her now, but I love her being like, yeah, let me get drunk and listen to your bullying problems. <laughs> <laughs> you're, uh, you're that's pretty good. <laughs> You're a low rank woman. I'm sure you're being bullied. But then there's all the like, yeah, no, she's just evaluating me. He's like, well, you're like the third person she's ever gotten that far with. So Mm -hmm. there must be something about you she likes. And she's going to teach her the sexy story. Yeah. So we'll see if she can do the sexy story or if she's going to have to try to figure out some other way to do it. Anything else you want to say on account of Banashi? No, I did. I just, you know, I really liked the, ah, when she gets drunk, she likes listening to uh, people's troubles. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. She likes bringing troubled people to the bar to listen to them while she gets drunk, to be clear. Yes. Next up, we got Blue Box number 81. I was hoping you could try it. Or my alternate tile. Oh, no, our friends are here. <laughs> what did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I really like this chapter. I really like the moment with Chinatsu where she she puts on like the uniform or the jersey or whatever. It's like, it's a perfect fit. I can't wait to show Taiki. And then his random friend shows up and is like, oh, hey, are you with Rhythmic Gymnastic Girl? Rhythmic Gymnastic Girl? Can't remember her name now. Yeah, it's been gone for me for a few weeks, which is sad because I like her. Yep. But, and then she, like, Chinatsu decides to, like, not and be like, ah, it didn't fit. I'll go later. And then seeing basically the same thing happen when they go to the restaurant and one of Chio's, like, basketball friends is there and is like, oh, hey, you're trying to date Chia? Fuck, get out. <laughs> I'll teach you to try to date a basketball girl. <laughs> yeah. Friends are the worst, mm-hmm. it turns out. Well, friends are the worst when uh, you're in a shipping mood. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on Blue Box? Nope. Next up, we have Fabricant 100, Chapter 2, Fabricants. This is in the tradition of Shonen Jump where this could have been the first chapter except it's shorter and doesn't explain the premise. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I think I even liked it more than the first one. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was fun. But like, I don't highly have anything to say about it. It's kind of interesting. It sets some other stuff up, but I'm assuming chapter three is uh, other fabricants are going to be hunting them down now. Yeah. I, I, surely we have to go that way eventually. Yeah. 
Or they have to meet Fabricant 101. Yep. I did really like the the young lord being like, man, why can't why can't they just like be happy with what they have? And it cuts to Fabricant 100's memory of the guy going, worthless, and leaving. Like, the literally the, the first thing he says to her. The answer is daddy issues. Yep. And don't we all feel that just a little bit? Mm-hmm. Last but not least, we have Ichigoki's under control, Manual 3. Ichigoki's ready to blossom, which I thought was fine. Yeah. So the the joke about the super hardcore gangster kind of got me. I didn't think it was good, but it was better than some of the other comedy stuff this week. Yeah, it, just, it didn't really do anything for me. I, I'm just not liking the premise that much, I guess. That's odd. I Like, the premise is, to me, the best part. I just don't think the uh, stuff around it works, to be honest. Fair. But yeah. That's all we have on Shonen Jump then, so that will take us into Jump Card. Jump Guard is a segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we talk about every week. A full 20 this week with two chapters missing. Mm-hmm. So stuff has to be getting cut, right? Maybe not. Maybe we're going to get thick Shonen Jump in 2023. Yeah. Uh, what do you got at number 20, Kevin? I have Ichinose Family down at number 20. That's super fair. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I actually have Witch Watch at number 20, though. Interesting. It seemed like one of those really texty chapters and like the jokes just weren't landing for me at all. It, I, it is a premise that I feel like I should kind of like, but it, like I said, it just was not working for me at all. There was one thing, I don't remember what, there was one thing that made me laugh a little bit, so I thought it wasn't okay. Can't remember now, and I read it, you know, like a couple days ago, so tells you how much so I always it. a good side. Yep. What do you have at number 19? That's where I have Cypher Academy. I continue to like it slightly more than you. Yep, and I'm just like, I just keep getting hung up on like, he left the glasses there. So take them. They wouldn't have the charger. Yeah, but who cares? And it's and then it's like you know ah, oh, I I think also the uh, the cipher just made no sense to me whatsoever. I kind of got it, but I'm pretty sure that's a language yeah, barrier I, problem, I which this series is, well. is unfortunately just gonna have. Yeah, but it's just like ah, oh, fifty-one stars. You know what that reminds me of? America. What? Because they have 50 states and the District of Columbia. No one cares about Puerto Rico. Yeah, I was like... Or Guam. <laughs> I was like, I- if you're going to go that far, it's 53, sir. <laughs> like, I think there's a fourth one, too, that's pretty viable. I can't there? remember, though. I, I Look, we live in America, and we don't know. But I <laughs> yeah. still, So maybe I made this up, but... I thought it was just Puerto Rico and Guam. Uh, D- Th- those in D.C. are the big ones. I feel like there's a fourth one that's recently been trying to get... Maybe. Not necessarily statehood, but all the state rights. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, so that that kind of, this doesn't make any sense. And then it just kind of like jumping around, I'm just like glazing over like, uh-huh, yeah, sure, you're making a bunch of logical leaps that I don't understand, whatever, get to the point. I got each Nessie family sins okay. at 19. I did not like it either. No. 
What do you have at 18? That's where I have Ichigoki's under control. I just yeah. Okay. Uh, that's where I have me and Robocow. Okay. Like, the premise is fine, body swaps are fine, but like halfway through the chapter, it really felt like it ran out of steam. I did kind of appreciate the joke of like, I pr- I'm pretty sure this is just because the writer watched... Uh, watched your name recently. Uh, your, your name. Yeah. I-, I wanted to say you again, and I'm like, that's not what that movie's called, even a little bit. <laughs> no, but... That that is what put it. It went up at my seventeen, and that is what put me there. Put it there was that joke of I'm pretty sure this is because the author watched your name recently. It's really weird how sometimes the disparaging author jokes work, and sometimes they don't at all. Yeah, seventeen's where I have Cipher Academy. Like I said, I okay. like it just a little bit more than you. Mm-hmm. What do you got at sixteen? And sixteen is where I have Witch Watch. Okay. Yeah, that's where I put Ichigoki's under control. Okay. Because, like I said, the, the jokes kind of made me laugh. Uh, unlike me and Rebecca and Witch Watch. Mm-hmm. What do you got at 15? 15 is where I put High School Family. Same, actually. Like, it's this is a fine shogi manga. Yeah, and I, I, I actually love the joke of the guy being like, hey, so after this, we should go to Disneyland. <laughs> and, like, that's what motivates the little girl. Uh, she's like, I want to go to Disneyland! Yeah, Disneyland! And, like, every time she wins, she's just going to, like, <laughs> saying to us, Disneyland! Disneyland! <laughs> what do you have at 14? 14 is where I put Tokyo Demon Bread. I thought some of the stuff was fine, but, you know, like, all right, so we're introducing these four rabbit sisters. I wonder if they're from the moon. Probably not. But then something else kidnapped his sister? Maybe? Maybe ate his sister? I don't know. I I think it's impersonating. I think it's related, but we don't know yet. We don't. That's all stuff I feel like is going to, like, I don't feel like the writer doesn't know. And doesn't plan on, or doesn't plan on telling us. Yeah, but I like, so it was fine. Like it's, but I just I wasn't getting super getting behind, because I know it's impersonating his sister. But he's like, that's that's my sister's coat. Yeah, but not her shirt. Yep. Damn. I got my hero at fourteen. Okay. Just like I said, pretty underwhelmed with this explanation of she teleported. Oh no, the teleported guy teleported her, and that's how she got here, and why she was in the teleport portal. <laughs> yeah. Ochiko just showing up would have been better. Yeah. What do you got at 13? 13 is where I put the peas. I think the peas might be on the chopping block, but I it can't... It feels that way, but I, but like you can't tell with the peas, right? You can't tell. Like, this felt like it could be the final chapter. Yeah, I was like, it's a time skip, at the very least. Uh, at least a very small one. But I'm, But I'm not sure how long. It could be like a month. It could be like two years. I, I don't feel, think it's two years. No, I feel like it's month to a couple of months uh, time skip. But then there was the to be continued. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. But it's there's <laughs> some interesting stuff going on. So if, like, if this is going to the end, all right, this has been weird. If it continues on, all right, this has been weird. Look, I know you got to chop stuff, but don't take the peas from me. Take one of these dumb comedy series, please. Yep. No, mm. take Ichinose um, Family. I know they just started, but get them out of here. <laughs> I got Fabricate 100 at 13. Okay. Like you said, I liked it fine, but I didn't think there was anything like special or notable about it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. What do you got at number 12? 12 is where I put Gink and Gluna. I, you know, it was kind of an interesting like cerebral fight of I kind of figured out like the weakness of your powers. And then also Gluna would not or Ginka would not have stolen your eye for no reason. <laughs> what a sentence, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, he would have probably had a reason for doing that. I don't know what it is, but probably should figure it out yep. before. He did not seem like the dude to, like, ha-ha, stole your eye for fun. You know, we're not fighting Loki, or it's not Loki. Yeah. 
Um, I got the P's at 12. Okay. No more to say on it. It's just mm. slightly higher than you got it. What do you have at number 11? 11 is where I put my hero. I did like the line when Toga's starting to go through the portal and Ochago is like, hey, what He's about like, Hey, our- we didn't talk about romance yet. <laughs> yep. And even Toga's you like, that before. you know, yeah, I... I do want that, but I want this more. And Ochako being like, I ain't taking this shit. We're having this sit down now. <laughs> the sit down may involve an arrest. We'll see. <laughs> I got Tokyo Demon Bride story at 11. So we actually flipped on those. Okay. I don't know. I'm excited for this to have an arc. That's the one that feels like it should be chopped to me. Not like I want it to be chopped. That's just the one that has that floundering feeling of like, oh no, I'm dying. Uh-huh. So I hope this arc can maybe give it a shot in the arm. Yeah. He's not treating it like it's about to end. That doesn't mean it's not. Mm-hmm. But it's usually a good sign. What do you have at number 10? 10 is where I put Fabricant 100. Like I said, I liked the, the Daddy Issues comment. Uh, it wasn't a Daddy Issues comment, but... I know what you mean. Yep. And I did kind of like the little science thing of how did he look invisible? Oh, he created an air bubble. And so like the way the way water works, we appear invisible inside of, an air, inside of this air bubble. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. I got Mashal at 10. Okay. Like I said, a little underwhelmed by Mashal's return. Didn't think the fight had the impact I wanted, but it's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number nine? Nine is where I put Mishinozakura. Okay. I did like it. I think I'm just more excited for the actual reveal rather than, oh, hey, there's a thing going on. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, and it ended up going higher for me because just a lot of stuff felt like I'm about to say in this area, like it was fine and I enjoyed reading it, but it didn't do much. Okay. Whereas Mission Yozakura Family is advancing its plot. It is advancing its plot. At nine, I got Glinka and Gluna. Okay. I liked the sort of solution to the fight, mm-hmm. fun shown and stuff. Yep. What do you have at eight? Eight is where I put Sakamoto days. Like I said, I liked the bit where she said, you know, I've been a plant since before you married me. Eight is also where I have Sakamoto days, okay. by the way. I was staring at it being like, Kevin can't have it at eight. I have it at eight. I'm like, no, that happens all the time. It's literally already happened this recording. Yep. Yeah, like I said, it was exactly what I expected, but that's not always bad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes foreshadowing is good. Yep. That, it did hurt it a little bit, though, because usually Sakimoto Days has been like top four material of late. Yeah. What do you got at seven? Uh, seven is where I have Undead and Unluck. I'm nodding, which doesn't help you. <laughs> you know, I, I like kind of getting Gina into the, you know, like in, into the planet. I like kind of the reversal that Fuko now has to get turned into books so that Gina can relive her memories to get stronger rather than Andy I getting do. turned into a book so that Fuko can get stronger. I also really like the idea. It's a, I feel like there are ways it can go bad, but mm-hmm. like it's not fair to say that before we even do that. Mm-hmm. What do you have at seven? I got Mission Years Occur at, th- at seven. Okay. Like I said, it just felt like it was advancing the plot. And so I, gotcha. I like that. Gave it a bump. What do you have at number six? Six is where I put Mashal. I just kind of like, hey, Mashal's back, and I I did like the gut punch. Not so much some of the other ones, but I, I liked the gut punch. And then just being like, get up. We're not done. Nope. Keep getting up. We're still not done. Mm-hmm. I got to open up a whole can of whoop-ass. I got Undead and Luck at six. Okay. Yeah. We just talked about that. What do you got at five? Five is where I put Akanabanashi. Same. It's good. You know, it's she's going to learn the sexy story. I like her getting called out on not really flirting, but sort of flirting with the one um, senpai. Yeah. What do you got at number four? Four is where I put the elusive samurai. 
Same. It's good, but it's just kind of like a, a winding down of the battle of like, yeah, and then the battle ended, so like a bunch of stuff happened, but... I it's also it. very sudden, yeah. which I think I like, but... Mm-hmm. What do you got at number three? Three is where I put One Piece. Okay. You know, Luffy being the sun god again is fun. More explanation into the devil fruits, or at least Vegapunk's interpretation of it. <laughs> the the admirals dealing with the fact that, like, you know, I, CP0, I specifically told you not to do this shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, his job sucks. That's why the the other guy quit and let a lava man take it. Yep. An angry lava man who has probably only gotten angrier from this desk job. I, I do I do love the idea of Aikido being, you know, like, yes, finally, I am the Navy Admiral. Like, I'm, I am the Navy, the head Navy Admiral. Oh, God, this job sucks. No wonder why Sengoku is so mad all the time. I got Blue Box at three. Okay. Just because, like, oh, no, friends is such, like, a less compelling obstacle than the love triangle stuff Blue Box has lived in for the last couple months. Mm-hmm. It's still really good. It's still top three, but... I gotcha. It didn't have that same strength. What do you got at number two? Two is where I put Hunter Hunter. Same. It's super solid. You know, like you said, I really loved them trying to figure out how this ability works, and I really like Samurai Guy going up to the, the one mobster and being like, hey... T- tell me your name again. I did not care the first time when I met you, so I did not commit it to memory at all. Yep. But I care now. Yeah. You seem like a bro. Especially when he was like, hey, I'll be the guinea pig. Yeah. That's really what, clearly that's really what did it for him. Yep. So. So what do you have at number one? Yep. So I have blue box at number one. I just, I really like that bit with Chia in the, in the changing room, deciding against coming out, wearing the thing, like even after the guy had left, deciding. Her just being kind of shy is maybe not the right word, but her having second thoughts on it. Yeah. That's fair. I have One Piece at number one. Okay. I, I was kind of like trying to say like, I don't think One Piece did anything amazing this week, but the energy was good throughout and yeah. I am really excited for this arc. Mm-hmm. And is this going to be the final arc of One Piece, Kevin? I kind of don't believe it. I mean, I feel like we're going to get off Vegapunk Island and start something different relatively soon. I, I do feel like we're on the like drop of the water ride, so to speak. There's there is a question of have we even started the final arc technically? Yeah, I, I, that's what I think we're not in. But I, that's uh, it's not important, I guess, no. to to talk about. But things definitely feel like they're accelerating in a fun way. Yes. Anything you else you want to say about Shannon Jump this week, Kevin? Nope. All right, we read Kingdom Volume One, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. All right, so we read Kingdom Volume 1 this week. What did you think of it, Kevin? I liked it. It's a bit older of a drawing style, it feels like. I know I know what you mean. I think it's just a stylistic thing. Like, not bad in any fashion. Really pencil-heavy on a lot of stuff, but I, I liked it. I know... Uh, you know, if you hadn't got on the fact that neither of us, or at least I know next to nothing about Chinese history in general, much less the specifics of the Warring States period or 
the difference between that and the Romance of the Three Kingdoms, which I know Romance of the Three Kingdoms is a literature piece and not actually what happened. But it is based on history, but you're, yes. it is more like... Well, specifically, the Romance of the Three Kingdoms is a piece of literature. It's historical fiction. Yes. That's what I want. But yes, it, it, no one called it that at the time. Yeah. So I want to be clear that I liked it because I think in analysis and comparison, I'm going to be very harsh on it. Okay. Because the first thing this makes me think of when we're reading through it is Elusive Samurai. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, this is going to sound weird, but especially because of this older art style that really contrasts in my head with Elusive Samurai's like exaggerations and how well those work. Yeah. And how good the cartooning is in that. Yeah. Whereas this seems like overly serious is not the right word because it's a very serious tone in comparison with Elusive Samurai or in comparison with anything. Mm-hmm. But like, that's the first thing. And it really feels like this was in, I think, Young Jump. I don't remember what. But it really feels like, oh, yeah, this is uh, not good enough for Shonen Jump. It doesn't have that extra spark that makes Elusive Samurai so good. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make it bad. But then, unfortunately, mostly because of the art style and the tone, the second thing I compare it to is Berserk. Yeah. You know, one of the best manga ever written. And it also ain't no Berserk. And, like, its serious tone is sometimes at odds with the story. Again, not, like, not super, but it's a, about a young kid who... Tra- practice really good with a sword and then tragedy happened to him so he had to sort his way out of his problems yeah and he fights this full-grown assassin who's like oh if you just been five years older like you probably would beat me but you're too young but then of course the kid wins Mm -hmm. and that works really well in elusive samurai because of its uh, you know slightly off tone when something like that happens it doesn't feel weird and also it's usually a big deal because they still often will point out hey like the kids shouldn't be able to beat adults and they have adults with them well, and also it like in Elusive Samurai, I I don't want to say that he tricks his way into the victory, but he doesn't just straight up beat not anyone, but you know what I mean, like yeah, yeah. But also, I think like the tone of Elusive Samurai is kind of cartoony, right? Yeah, with the guy with the giant ears and everything. Mm-hmm. The tone of Kingdom is very, very serious. Yeah, which means like when the kid suddenly wins and there's not really an explanation for it, it feels like at odds with itself. In the way that, like, in a shonen story, of course, when the character gets beat up and gets back up, he's that's when he's going to win, even though his arm's broken, right? Fair, yeah. But in a more serious story, he should just get his ass kicked harder because his arm is broken. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like this story kind of had some, like, the tone was not doing it favors, necessarily. Which, like I said, is why I wanted to be clear that I did like it. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, whenever I try to analyze it or compare it to anything, it feel it falls short. Of all the stuff it reminds you of, in my opinion. That is fair. What do you want to say about it? Because I feel like that's kind of my piece. Gotcha. Again, I I also did like it. I saw it went for 66 volumes, so that's uh, that's a hell of a run. And this, I mean, I don't know much about Young Jump, but this definitely could have been the best thing that was in that magazine. Mm -hmm. Like, for the entirety of it. Because like I said, I do think it's good. Yeah. I can see myself reading more of it. Because I also, I... You know, especially for something that's run this long, I kind of want to not give it the benefit of the doubt, but like most of the time, if I'm watching uh, anime or something like that, I'll give it like three or four episodes before I decide to bail. Uh huh. If I'm on the fence, because sometimes it, you know, not that it necessarily takes a little while to build up steam or maybe it's just like, I just need to get used to the style of how things work here. And then once I do, I'll find out I like it or I don't like it. Or, again, maybe it is one of those things of, not has a shaky start, but 
stumbles a little bit at the beginning and then okay this this is what i'm gonna do and then takes off so i don't know which way this goes or will go for me but yeah i'm definitely up for reading more kingdom yeah i would be too because like i said i enjoyed the ride i Mm -hmm. think it, it ended at like an interesting cliffhanger it's just a thing of like i said it's unfortunate that i'm like oh what does this remind me of elusive samurai and berserk and I would rather be reading either of those, mm-hmm. uh, which again, it's not to say this is bad if you're through those. Like I'm current on Elusive Samurai. I don't want to reread it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And but it's just I'm not current on Berserk, but yeah, we got a lot of that we could be reading mm-hmm. if that's what we wanted to be doing. So, yeah, it's just like I said, unfortunate that like it just doesn't quite come together. I don't think because I do think it's good. But like, I, I also feel like this wouldn't have gotten into Shonen Jump or it wouldn't have lasted if it was there. You know what I mean? I don't want to. I don't want to say too much about that because of again, it's you know more sanin and uh, there are also time problems with it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So like, I I don't want to just be like I don't think this could handle it because uh, at least from this first volume, it seems like you know at least a bunch of the middle of the pack stuff in jump. And by that I mean like the quality's good. I I liked. You know, I read through this, uh, not fast, but like I wanted to read through it rather than feeling like, all right, I just got like had one to. more. Yep. You know, all right, I got one no, more no, chapter before you. finishing the volume. Which is why I keep saying it's good, but mm-hmm. I'm like, huh, what does this art style remind Oh, Berserk. That's what this reminds me of. It isn't Berserk yet. Yeah. What does this remind me of totally? Oh, Elusive Samurai. It's not that good either. I think it's different. I mean, for sure. Everything is. That's just how stories work, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But. I unfortunately, like I said, I just think in comparison, it it falls short to of other stuff. And like you're always saying, uh, media is competing with so much. Yeah. Like if, if I had to read a manga, this is one I would be perfectly fine picking. But if I had to do something, I'm not going to seek it out on my own. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, like I said, I'll I'll give it. Uh, I'll definitely probably end up picking volume two at some point, and we'll give it another shot before I make a decision on. Not whether or not I'm going to throw it in the garbage, but if it like if it's just one of those, I'll add it if to my list. If you want to keep reading it, yeah. If I want to keep reading it, or if I just want to add it to my list of, hey, this is stuff that I found kind of interesting, and when I have time, I'll go through it. Because occasionally, I I tend to go through waves of maybe I'll suddenly feel like just re- you know binging a bunch of manga, and so since the whole thing's completed, not saying that I can finish all sixty six volumes in an afternoon kind of thing, but if I suddenly decide just to just start tearing through chapters because it's like, eh, this is what I want to do with my free time is read manga right now rather than watch movies or play video games. Oh uh, yeah. And that's super fair. And like when you call this for like, Hey, let's read some more of this. I'm not going to be upset. I'm mm-hmm. just going to be like, Oh, okay. We can read some of that. That sounds fun. Yeah. And that's, you know, some of the stuff that we read, I kind of have that, that exact feeling of like, Oh, okay, sure. That's not the like, hells. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's read the next volume of this, but Ah, that yeah, that was that was good. I'll I'll read more of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you want to add anyone to personality or power level? Honestly, none of the characters stand out to me, but I feel like I am remiss if I do not at least ask. I say we add Zin because we're. I'm thinking of calling it again, so. Oh, uh, that's fair. He doesn't stand out super high, so I'm not being like, oh hell's yeah, this guy's the coolest dude ever. But that does mean I have to bring up the list. So one mm-hmm. second. What does the scouter say about his power level? All right, so personality power level is a segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the top, we have Homura Akemi, who is not from any Warring States period. Mm-hmm. 
At the bottom, we have Koku from Flame of Rekka. We're at 173 characters. That's so many, Kevin. Damn. So many. Then in the center, we have Tenya Ida. He's a good center, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like te- uh, Zen as much as Tenya. Uh, maybe we should go for a main character who's around here. We have Rekka Hanabashi from Flame of Rekka a little bit above there. And while we kind of beat up Flame of Rekka a lot, I do think he's better than Zen. What do you think? Yeah, at the moment, Zen's kind of got a, you know, obviously he'll probably grow as a character. Yeah. But it, he's not super interesting, yeah. A little lower, we have Red from Pokemon Adventures. I want to put him below him, but that seems like very close to where we ought to be. Yeah, yeah. How do you think he compares to Aladdin from, uh, you know you know that series, mm. uh, Maji? That's a series you like more than me, so where do you think that is? Let's say, at least for now, below Aladdin. Maka from Soul... Soul Reaper? Is that what that's Soul called? Soul Eater. Soul Eater. Maka from Soul Eater is also more your jam, so where do you think he goes in comparison to her? I could put him above Maka, though. Okay. Now we got a bunch of Flame of Wrecker characters. You know what also it reminded me of and I forgot to bring up? Mm. Snow Wright with the red hair because of the like bodyguard prince dynamic. Oh yeah, okay. But like that at least has the like romantic tension too. Yeah. Which this obviously is not going for. Yeah. But like that was also a thing I'm like, oh that's more interesting than that though. But we have Shira Yuki from Snow White with the Red Hair here. Who I would put above him personally. Sure. Though this does make my job harder because I have to remember which characters are which from um, Flame of Rekka. Uh, we have Kaoru from Flame of Rekka, who I believe is the villain, who I think is more inter... Nope, he's not the villain. He's the, the kid. He has the same last name as the villain because he is his brother, kind of. Mm. The young guy with the spear. I think he's more interesting, but I'll defer to you. No, yeah, the, uh, I could give it to... Sure. All right, so Zen goes at number 108. Below Kaoru Koganagi and above Maka Alburn. All right, that'll do it for this week. Next week, we're going to read One Piece because it's Christmas and I don't want to think too hard. Fair. And Luffy's going to bring me Don Creek's head on a pike. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know that we're going to get through Don Creek. Maybe we will. Maybe my Christmas gift will be getting to. Getting to the start. I keep wanting to uh... say Dress Rosa, but that's not what I mean at all. Um, Fishman. It's not nope. Fishman Island either. What is it? Arlong Park. There, there we, we go. That That's what my favorite arc is called. It's, it's literally named after the dude. Still Because uh, I was like, Alabasta? Nope, nope. That's not it. <laughs> Thriller Bark. <laughs> Wano? Did Wano start that long ago? <laughs> Sometimes it feels like it. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is a, st- is a Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emeritt. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. Last Time on Video Games has a new episode this week. Can you believe it? I can't, and I edited it and put it up. <laughs> Anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? Nope. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Stop.